With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Great that you joined us here on If You Don't Like That. Hope you had a great holiday weekend. Got a lot to talk about today. Kind of a smorgasbord of sorts. Want to let everyone know on Friday, the great Gary Gerald, the longtime voice of the Kings, will be my guest. That's coming up for you on Friday. Want to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by New Works Plumbing, locally owned in Sacramento for over 20 years. Whether it's leak detection, water line repair, bathroom plumbing, New Works Plumbing is a full-service plumbing solution. And really, it doesn't matter how small or how large your plumbing problem is, they've got a fix for you. And their expert technicians are available 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. Hey, as I record this, the Gonzaga-UCLA game has not yet tipped off, so I don't know the outcome. But I want to just spend a moment talking about how refreshing it was watching the Zags play UCLA in the semifinal game. It was, without question, as good as any college basketball game that I've ever seen. If you've listened to me over the years, I've been down on college basketball. I don't like the way it's been played. I think it's sloppy. I think fundamentally it's not sound. But on Saturday, watching these two schools play, it was everything that I miss about basketball. It was pure. There was ball movement. There was passing. There was cutting. There was low post play. There was no bitching and moaning after every single whistle like you see uh, in the NBA. You saw sportsmanship. You saw teams going back and forth. You saw coaches that coach beautifully. And then you saw a just a tremendous end to a game in overtime. It is the true essence of basketball the true essence of sport, and I think that has done just absolute big-time wonders for college basketball. I think college basketball really has been down, and I think there are a lot of reasons for that. I think, first of all, the pandemic, no crowds, uh, the bands, the ambiance, the environment, it's just not the same when you turn on college basketball. I think the one-and-dones have really hurt Uh, college basketball. I mean, look at Kentucky this year, look at Duke, look at Kansas. I can go on and on. But when when you look at what we watched on Saturday night, 
between these two schools. Again, it was basketball in its purest form. It was the way the game was meant to be played. Again, attacking the basket, outside shooting. Again, the cutting, the passing. I mean, we actually saw guys playing with their back to the basket. How about that? How about taking notice, NBA? Again, a thing of beauty. I just wanted to start off the podcast today talking about how refreshing it was to see basketball played uh, that way. Now to the inconsistency that is the Sacramento Kings. Really hard to believe. Win, you know, seven in a row, go on a streak, lose nine in a row, win four in a row, lose five in a row. Uh, It's just unbelievable to me. And the one thing that is very apparent, and I did a rant on this, if De'Aaron Fox does not play like Superman, the Kings probably don't win because there's nobody else that is that type of player on the Kings night in, night out. That's number one. Number two, again, this is the story every year with this team. Their point differential is embarrassing. It's awful. Minus 3.9. You're never going to win in the NBA when you have a point differential normally in the red and that bad. That is just absolutely awful. Again, this team, I know fans are hoping for, you know, a play in at 9 and 10. Really? Come on. Stop it. You know, this team stinks. It really does. And when I say stinks, I mean, they're not close to being 500. Yeah, there are times when they show that they can play, but there were too many times when they show that they can't. And you're not judged based on a two-week or a three-week stretch. You're judged over the whole season. And the reality is, as we come down to the end of this season in a couple of weeks, the reality is that this team just is not very good. And then you look at the neighbors to the West, and you look at what's going on with the Golden State Warriors. They've lost seven of eight. And, you know, when Steph Curry plays great, they still don't win. You know, I don't know what's going on with the Warriors, but I think it's very interesting because Steve Kerr gets a lot of accolades for his coaching. And I think it's pretty easy to understand how it works in the NBA. Jerry and I, Jerry Reynolds and I have had many conversations about this, okay? When you have really good players, you've got a chance to win a championship, okay? Greg Popovich, five championships, But the team, the last few years, has just not been very good. And although they have managed to get into the playoffs, they're at the bottom of the Western Conference. Does that mean Greg Popovich is not a great coach anymore? Nope. Just means they don't have as good of players. Is Steve Kerr not as good of a coach as he used to be? Nope. He just doesn't have as good of players. Okay? I mean, say what you want, but when Steve Kerr was out and Luke Walton was filling in for him a couple of years ago... Luke Walton actually did better. I mean, there are a lot of guys, and I would even throw in gals, but there are a lot of coaches in the NBA that can win with a stacked lineup. Pretty simple. Look at Steve Nash. You think that there aren't a lot of other people that could coach that team to the same record? I mean, I don't know how many times we got to go over this. I don't give a damn how good of a coach you are. If you don't have the talent, you're not winning in the NBA, plain and simple. You know, Phil Jackson, you know, how great was he in the years that Michael Jordan was not playing in the NBA, right? They were a different team, were they not? I mean, we can go on and on. There are many examples of this. But both the Kings and the Warriors, unbelievably inconsistent this year. 
I can't get on the Warriors. I mean, look at their hardware. Look at what they've done. Warrior fans, I think, would give this team a pass because of all the enjoyment they've had over the last couple of years. That is not the case in Sacktown. All right, you've heard me talk a lot about double standards on my podcast. Another week and another act of stupidity. A couple of weeks ago, it was Myers Leonard of the Miami Heat with his anti-Semitic rant on a video game, a racial slur, a Jewish slur. Myers Leonard was fined $50,000 by the NBA and was not allowed around the team for a week. He was subsequently waived, traded to the Orlando Magic, excuse me, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Boom, cut. See you later. And that's it for Myers Leonard. Do I think he'll be back in the league? I hope so. Kevin Durant, all right? His beef with Michael Rappaport. Durant looked bad. It was bad. He came out like Myers Leonard with an apology. I mean, Leonard's apology was spot on. Durant came out with an apology. And what did the NBA do to Kevin Durant? They fined him $50,000. Now, I should point out that the maximum fine for these types of misbehavior, $50,000. However, there could be a suspension thrown on, such as with Myers Leonard. Now, he was hurt. He was unable to play, so being away from the team for a week did not cost him money had he been in uniform and playing, because then it would have been suspended without pay. So you have two players in the same league, one with an anti-Semitic remark and another one with a variety of vulgarities and remarks, both dealt with differently. Then you have Carlton Davis of the Super Bowl-winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I don't know if this isn't being talked about more because outside of Tampa, nobody knows who Carlton Davis is. Obviously, I'm exaggerating a little bit. If you're a diehard NFL fan, you might know who he is. But hard to believe what he did. He tweeted out an unbelievably offensive Asian slur. He put, got to stop letting blank, the letter G, the word, the G word, got to stop letting the G word in Miami. How about that? I think what makes this worse is Davis initially offered a explanation before quickly deleting his tweet and had the absolute audacity, the freaking balls, to attack the media who came out criticizing him. That's hard to believe. I mean, he said, quote, I would never offend any group of people. You reporters can look for another story to blow up. The term was directed towards a producer claiming he ran Miami. With that being said, I'll retire that word from my vocabulary, giving the hard times our Asian family are enduring. Really? You're going to abandon that word from your vocabulary? The word you used was retire, so I don't want to misquote you. You're going to retire 
that word from your vocabulary because of the hard times our Asian family are enduring? So if there wasn't a widespread, awful, horrific, just hard to watch crimes against the Asian culture in our country, you'd still be okay using the word? Then it was only a couple of minutes later, obviously someone talked to him and said, you need to get your shit together. That's not going to fly. So he put this out. I used a term that from where I come from has always meant lame, but I did not realize it has a much darker negative connotation. I have learned a valuable lesson and want to apologize to anyone that was offended by seeing that word because we need to focus on helping each other during these tough times. Don't forget that sentence. We need to focus on helping each other during these tough times. Now, I don't have to give you a history, I don't think, of the G word, an unbelievably offensive anti-Asian slur. It's been around for many, many decades you go back to the war, it was widely used by our soldiers in this country uh, against the Vietnamese, against the Koreans uh, during military conflicts, all right? I don't know what the NFL is going to do here. I don't know anything about Carlton Davis. I have not yet done any research on him. I will take his apology at face value. I don't like how he came out and, first of all, attacked the media and then said we need to focus on helping each other during these tough times. Yeah, I would say that's damn accurate. And I go back to this. And I'm going to keep on saying this on a fairly regular basis because I think it's very applicable to what we're talking about. Mitch Album last year after Deshaun Jackson of the Philadelphia Eagles with his anti-Semitic comment, which, by the way, you know, what happened to him? On the football field, going back to work, doing his thing. And I am not a cancel culture person. I'm not sitting here saying that Myers Leonard shouldn't be playing, Kevin Durant, Carlton Davis, But what I am saying is this, okay? And again, I go back to what Mitch Album wrote last summer after the Deshaun Jackson incident. Silence is compliance. That's a popular sentence today. But you can't be selective with your noise. Not against hate. How come we're not seeing more of an outcry? All right? He went on and said this, Mitch Album. All right? Talking about the bigoted garbage stirred up against Jews last week, meaning the week following the comments by Deshaun Jackson. And he said, it was disturbingly quiet out there. We should think twice about why that is. Isn't it disturbingly quiet in regards to Carlton Davis? I mean, Malcolm Jenkins, who at the time was on the Saints last year, said Jewish people aren't our problem. And we aren't their problem. We've got a lot of work to do. And this ain't it. 
I'm going to go back to that comment I told you don't forget about. Where Carlton Davis said this. We need to focus on helping each other during these tough times. You hear that, Malcolm Jenkins? We need to help each other during these tough times. Doesn't matter what your ethnicity is, people are people. You may have heard someone say this before, all lives matter, every single one. Doesn't matter whether you're Jewish, doesn't matter whether you're Asian, doesn't matter whether you're African-American, doesn't matter whether you're Caucasian or Hispanic, doesn't matter, right? What matters is what Carlton Davis said. We need to focus on helping each other during these tough times. As MLK said, and I repeated this on a lot of podcasts, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Hey, NFL, does an Asian slur not matter? And again, it's been only a day. And again, I'm recording this on Monday as you listen to this on Tuesday. So I don't know if the NFL is going to do something between now and when you listen to this on your favorite podcast platform, but there's a lot of silence out there right now about Carlton Davis's comments. Why is that? He's a member of the National Football League. Drew Brees in June came out in support of standing for the national anthem and was destroyed. Absolutely taken through the ringer by the media by his teammates, his African-American teammates, I should say, because that's where Malcolm Jenkins' comment came from as well. Malcolm Jenkins had a lot to say about Drew Brees' comments. Drew Brees was absolutely raked over the coals for saying that he believes in standing for the national anthem. But now we have a player in the National Football League by the name of Carlton Davis. And he uses the G word, uses the awful slur for Asian people, and no one's talking about it. So I ask, why is that? Is it because maybe in this country we treat people differently because of their ethnicity? No, that can't happen, could it? I guess the point that I'm trying to make here is I just don't know anymore. I really don't. I don't understand why there's such an outrage over the act of one individual when I mean act, I'm talking about what they put on social media or what they say in an interview. But when a lesser known professional athlete says something or does something, it just doesn't seem to be that big of a deal. Why is that? Aren't they just as bad? Isn't what Carlton Davis said, the G word, is that not just as bad? What Myers Leonard did? Myers Leonard's unemployed. He's out of work. 
Kevin Durant, what he wrote, albeit in a private message that was later made public by Michael Rappaport, wasn't what Durant said just vulgar, awful? I mean, some people call it homophobic. I can use other adjectives. I I don't know. What's going on in this country? Why are we turning our head if we just don't know the player that well? Why is it not being talked about more? Isn't the hate against Asian people just as bad as the hate against Jewish people or the hate against black people or Hispanics or or Caucasians? And I can go on and on. Again, why are we selective? Why are we being selective? Again, Mitch Album said it as well as can be said from the Detroit Free Press. But you can't be selective with your noise, not against hate. Stay tuned for this story. I'm very curious to see where it goes. It's the week of the Masters and Keith Olbermann. That's right, Keith Olbermann came out on Twitter the last few days and said, boycott the Masters. He said on Twitter, after boycott the Masters, you think the term the Masters was applied to a golf tournament in the former slave state of Georgia by coincidence? After baseball moved its all-star game out of Atlanta, the Masters, its sponsors, and its TV networks are next. Really, Keith? You think that the Masters golf tournament has anything to do with slaves? You know, Keith, I always thought that you were intelligent. Don't agree with a lot of the things that you say, but I've always thought that you were at least smart enough to do a little research before you make such an asinine, stupid comment. So let me help you out here, Keith. In 1934, the tournament was called the Augusta National Invitational Tournament. Clifford Roberts, back in 1934, wanted to call it the Masters because the competitors would be the Masters of Golf. And initially, Bobby Jones disagreed. But then five years later, in 1939, relented and agreed to call it the Masters. Hey, Keith, you know what? While you're at it, why don't we change the name of a master's degree? Why don't we rename that, Keith? So Keith Olbermann says boycott the Masters. You know what I'm going to do? I say we boycott Keith Olbermann. That's what I think we should do. That's what I'm going. Well, you know what? I don't have to boycott Olbermann because I don't listen to him anyway. What a just pompous ass he is. Boycott the Masters. Boycott the Masters because it's a coincidence, right? Or is it not, Keith? How about that? Yeah, Keith, you think the term the Masters was applied to a golf tournament in the former slave state of Georgia by coincidence? Welcome to 2021. I thought that things would get better after 2020, but I am not afraid to admit that I was damn wrong. 
absolutely damn wrong. Hard to believe what we deal with day in, day out in this country. Comments on social media. And again, you know what? I've been through this myself. So I look at apologies. I look at apologies by Myers Leonard. I look to see if I feel they are sincere. I look at apologies by Kevin Durant. And you know what? I got to tell you, I think his apology was sincere. I really do. I really do. But then I look at Carlton Davis. I don't like his first apology. Because he goes, you reporters can look for another story to blow up, and then he changes his tune. That's what bothers me about that comment. That's where we're at, though. But again, when you figure it out in this country, when you understand why we have so many people that are selective with their noise against hate, when you understand why that is, please let me know. I don't quite get it. Hate is hate, and it shouldn't matter what your ethnicity is. All right, each and every week, we have a Q&A, and it is brought to you by Crowd Ultra. Takes about a minute to sign up. Just go to crowdultra.com. That's crowdultra.com. Maybe I'll answer your question right here on the podcast. Aaron says, I'd love to hear your take on the MLB moving the All-Star game. You know, the new law, the new voting law in Georgia and everything is, I think it's 98 pages in all. And I'd be lying if I sat here and told you I've read all 98 pages. What I will say is that this is a very complex issue and there's a lot of division among what is going on in the state of Georgia. I will keep it to the city of Atlanta and the surrounding area. There are reports that it's going to hurt the local economy by $100 million. People that were depending on this great event being in the suburbs of Atlanta, all right, people that have been decimated, and and we can go on and on and on by the pandemic. And now... People that were counting on this for their livelihood, that's that's bad. So, again, I'm not an expert on the 98-page, I, I don't even know what to call it, report, law, uh, but it's very complex. So I'll just leave it at that. All right, Bryce wants to know, should it worry you as a Niners fan that Shanahan and Lynch don't agree on the quarterback to draft? Who says they don't agree? Where'd you get that from? Did you call up Kyle Shanahan? Did you call up John Lynch? Did they tell you they don't agree? Where do you get that from, Bryce? I, I, who says that? And don't believe everything you hear anyway. There's a lot of smoke screens going on with the draft uh, coming up. Dave wants to know, what's your thought on extra innings starting with a man on second? I hate it. I do not like it at all. Don't like it at all. Uh, Donovan says, will Carson Wentz resurrect his career in Indianapolis? I think he'll do a lot better than he did in Philadelphia. Let's put it that way. A change of scenery, but he's got a long way to go. And here's the other issue. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to stop getting banged up and hurt all the time. And I don't know what the style that he plays, if he's going to be able to do that. 
Sean wants to know, did you catch Draymond's comments on WNBA pay disparity? I did, and I just think that Draymond is a, is a guy that needs to do more research before he talks, all right? Again, even if he had done a, a, an enormous amount of research, he's still going to get killed for it because you can't say anything in our society without getting attacked. But my personal feeling is that there should be pay disparity, and it's very simple. It's about the revenue that a league or a sport generates. I mean, there's pay disparity in the National Hockey League to the NBA, right? Well, they're both professional sports in North America. They're they're part of the big four, but you can't compare a hockey salary to the NBA. Well, why is that? Well, because the NBA takes in a hell of a lot more money than the NHL does. Do we sit and bitch and complain about the disparity in pay between the NHL and the NBA? Hey, the reality is women's sports don't get the ratings. They don't generate the revenue as much as men do. And so, therefore, it's very a very simple formula to me. For me, where I sit, I don't understand why that's so hard to understand. All right, let's move on. Reed wants to know, where does Roy Williams rank on your all-time list now that he's retired? You know, he's up there. Roy's a great coach. I, I don't know how you rank great coaches, but he's on the list. How does that sound? Andre wants to know, can Isaiah Thomas get his career back together on this 10-day contract? Very, very difficult to resurrect a career on a 10-day contract. Can it happen? Yeah. You know, Yogi Ferrell did it with Dallas, and it led to a full-time deal, and he was actually player of the week one week. I'm rooting for the guy. I would never say or ever doubt Isaiah Thomas. Alex says, is anyone other than Quinn Snyder, likely to win Coach of the Year. I I don't see how. You know, unless the Jazz have an absolute collapse coming down the stretch, no. Quinn Snyder, in my opinion, is a clear-cut Coach of the Year. They are doing a phenomenal job in the West. And once again, nobody's talking about the Utah Jazz. Dan wants to know, what league do you think has the best championship trophy? I don't think if it's close, it's the Stanley Cup. The history of the Stanley Cup, every player that wins the cup gets their name put on there. Each player gets 24 hours with the cup. The history of the Stanley Cup, I don't even think it's close. I don't, I, I don't, I don't even see how that would be debatable. I'm sure people would debate it. But to me, the Stanley Cup is the best championship trophy. Ben wants to know who impressed you in the first week of baseball. Nobody impressed me because it doesn't matter what happens in the first week of baseball. And Ben, I'm not trying to be a wise ass, but... Stop it already, okay? Three, It's three games out of 162 or 150 or whatever, whatever the hell they're doing this year. All right? Let's move on. Casey wants to know, how do you think Grant Hill will do as the director of UC, USA Basketball? I think he'll do great, but I think I would do great. I think having the job as director of USA Basketball is probably the easiest job in America. But with that said, I think Grant Hill will do great. I'm a huge Grant Hill fan. I really am, but I, I, I can't imagine an easier job in, in, in the United States of America than being the head of USA basketball. I mean that. I, I really don't. Uh, Someone wants to know, and it's Phil, have I ever seen a home run not counted like Bellinger's before? No, I, I was watching that game, and, you know, what the hell is Justin Turner doing? Seriously. That, that's hard to believe. You know, Bellinger hits home run. Turner's rounding second. He thinks the ball's caught. It's not. He sprints back to first, and as he's sprinting back, he's not aware that Bellinger is saying it's a home run and runs past him. So it ends up being a single, all right? 
Bellinger's out. I think that's the way it was. It's not a home run. And that, yeah, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before. Hey, remember, if you want to get in on the podcast, all you need to do is go to crowdultra.com, sign up. It takes a minute, and maybe I'll answer your question right here on my podcast. It's time for Rant. 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 Today's rant is brought to you by Manscaped. That's right, Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. Now, this legit package has precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and will help unlock your confidence and best self this spring. The perfect package 3.0 kit comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer. This third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade. It's awesome. Manscaped, they obsess over technology to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, and they only use the best ingredients in their formulations, such as Manscaped Crop Preserver. It is awesome. And Crop Reviver. And on top of the lawnmower 3.0 and formulations, Manscaped will give you two free Gifts. It's the Shed Travel Bag and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxer briefs. Folks, get 20% off and free shipping with the code NAPES, N-A-P-E-S, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code NAPES at manscaped.com. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls will thank you. Well, another week and another act of stupidity. This one, Carlton Davis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Did you hear what he did? Unbelievable. I talked about this earlier in the podcast, but I got to use it for my rant. That's right. Carlton Davis used a word that is very derogatory. It is a derogatory racial slur against the Asian culture. It is the G word. All right. Now, Davis initially came out and said this. I would never offend any group of people. This, by the way, was shortly after he deleted his tweet. Your reporters can look for another story to blow up. The term was directed towards a producer claiming he ran Miami. With that being said, I'll retire that word from my vocabulary, given the hard times our Asian family are enduring. No, you know what? You know what, Davis? You should retire that word from your vocabulary, even if this is the greatest time in the history of the Asian family. You know why? Because it is an awful, derogatory, terrible word. That's why you should do it. He said this after that. I used a term that from where I come from has always meant lame, but I did not realize it has a much darker negative connotation. I have learned a valuable lesson and want to apologize to anyone that was offended by seeing that word because we need to focus on helping each other during these tough times. I don't know if there's not more of an outrage about this because Carlton Davis is a football player that a lot of people probably haven't heard of before. He played for the Bucks this year. Obviously, in Tampa, they know who he is. But, you know, unless you're a diehard football fan or an SEC fan, he played at Auburn, you probably don't know a lot about Carlton Davis. And again, I use this in my podcast. And again, for my rant, Mitch Album, but you can't be selective with your noise, not against hate. How come there's not more of an outrage over the G word 
by Carlton Davis in reference to Asians. Welcome to 2021. The NFL, I'm waiting. We're all waiting. As I do this rant, nothing yet from the NFL. Will it be forthcoming? We've talked a lot about this in the last couple of weeks with Myers Leonard and Kevin Durant. And now an awful word, the G word used by a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers towards the Asian race. No words, no words. And that's my rant for today. Hey, really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Don't forget to check out my video rants over on YouTube. Again, if you don't like that, with Grant Napier. Don't forget, the G-Man, that's right, the only voice the Sacramento Kings have had, Gary Gerald, the G-Man, will be my guest on Friday's edition, if you don't like that, with Grant Napier. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.